Today is 15,056 for me. And I thought I'd have a conversation with all of you about the immense amount of time it takes to accomplish one's goals. You know, it's such a different way of looking at things in terms of projects when you're looking at it from the perspective of time. And as I'm traveling today on an adventure that I want to talk a little bit more with you all about soon, I couldn't help but think about the fact that so much time is taken on an idea that feels like it can be accomplished in no time. And so that's what I thought I'd bring to the table today. It's day 15,056 and uh, well, we're going to have that conversation and make sure that we can work through the pieces that sometimes feel like you can't get through. The concept of time, it's a concept that it seems fleeting at times and sometimes it seems insurmountable or uncontainable and time is what we're going to be talking about today. The power of time, the power of just what it can do for you, but it could also take away from you. And so we're going to get into that today. And I'm just going to start right off the bat saying day 15,056 was amazing. I loved today. I thought that we had so many things to accomplish and uh, we did. We traveled a bit. We adventured a bit. We spent family time a bit. We did all the things that uh, we thought we needed to do. But then you look at the watch and you're like, oh snap. Um, I've run out of time today. And one of those things that I've run out of time is on on this particular day is this very project, the project of developing a podcast, the project of doing a daily. The project of doing a daily is not that easy. I know it sounds easy. I know it feels cool, nice and easy, or at least I hope it does. But the reality is that time runs out. And so I, I talked about it a few days ago. There's there's a way in which you can build your dreams into the night and that's the quiet time but even even the night runs out and so today we're going to be talking about time management the power of time what it can do for us and what it can do against and I'm just going to share some stories with you about what that's been like in terms of development for me it's not something easy to do Time management is perhaps one of the most difficult things, and uh, you got to be honest about it. You got to be straightforward about it. There's, there's so many people say, "Oh, you know, you're don't procrastinate." Well, sometimes you can't even procrastinate because there's just not enough time to procrastinate. And other times, you know, time kind of gets the best of you, and yeah, you can call it procrastination. So that's essentially where we are today on day 15,056. That's what's on my mind. I'd like to know what's on yours. Make sure you leave us some comments. Make sure you let people know um, what's going on and, and your thoughts about how we're going thus far. You know, one of the things that I thought that I'd, I'd uh, share with you in particular regard to time management is that I haven't really perfected it up to now. Um, 
Sometimes some creative projects take longer than others, and 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 at other times you just feel that clarity and you you feel like you're you're ready to go. Um, one of the things I'll say that I've learned up to now is that if you are able to have clarity as to what needs to get accomplished in the beginning of your day, that's like, that's the sweet spot. That's where you want to be. I mean, if you cannot get to a place where you have a running list of items that you can achieve that day in relation to the larger goals, um, you're not really going to be able to get much of it anywhere. And uh, that's that's one of the first tips I have to bring to the table. I remember, I remember back in the day when I was uh, in college. One of the first stories I remember was walking into a Tuesday Thursday class. If you've been to college, you know what I'm talking about. We separate classes into Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, or Tuesdays, Thursdays. Sometimes it's just one day for three hours. I mean, there's so many formats, but this was a Tuesday, Thursday class. And I remember clearly it was the politics of Aristotle. Um, that's 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 what I was faced with. Um, and, and so the politics of Aristotle was the initial phase of the political theory class I was taking in college. I remember walking in for the first time in my life. It was a Thursday. And on that Thursday, what ends up happening is that um, it was Professor Gaffney, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Professor Gaffney holds up the politics of Aristotle, which is annotated, by the way. And he's like, this is the politics of Aristotle. I expect it read over the weekend and an essay, a five to eight page essay to be turned in to my office uh, by 5 p.m. Monday. Now, this to me was like, what? What? Wait, wait a second, what? Um, I couldn't believe that I would have to read an entire book and write an essay for one of five classes, which were pretty much all asking for about the same thing. I, I couldn't believe it was going. I couldn't believe I could do this. I, for those of you that are looking at me like, dude, you're crazy. I can read more than a book a weekend. Well, listen, uh, I'm the kind of person back then. I was the kind of person. I could read a lot faster now. But back then, um, <laughs> I was the kind of kid that could only read at the pace that you read out loud to yourself, you know? Um, the same level that you read to yourself as you're flipping pages when you're reading out loud is the same way I was able to read as I was quietly reading. I That's just, call it whatever you may, but that was a pace I read at. So I remember that I would spend, I spent, I, I tried very, very hard to read the entire books, uh, to read the entire book and to understand the level that 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 the the, the the different context that that book was trying to bring me into I mean it was pretty it was pretty dense stuff you know I remember that time ran out I remember that I started reading that Thursday night and I remember the sense of panic that began to set in come Sunday by Sunday night, I was 
panicked. I was worried. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I knew was that um, I was nowhere near done with the book and I needed to write a five to eight page essay. I was completely panicked. And so um, that was the first taste of a daunting challenge that I needed to meet um, that I didn't know if I could actually handle. I actually distinctly remember speaking with my mom on the telephone that week. I remember to the week, okay? And, and while I was speaking to mom, I remember telling her, mom, what, would you be okay if I don't make it through, through college? I mean, would, would it be okay? Could I come back home? And obviously I was at one of the top institutions in the country. I was there on scholarship and uh, I couldn't believe that I was telling this mom, but I was, I was panicked. I was worried, I was scared. I didn't really know what, what was going to, to happen. And to put a very, very long story in short, essentially what ends up happening is that I end up sitting down with one of my closest friends still to this day and going over general notes and understandings of the book in terms of where I was thus far and where um, he was, which was pretty much done with the book since a day ago. <laughs> but that conversation alone did so much to speed up my understanding of the book. I wasn't done with it, but I needed to write an essay. And so what I end up doing is that I end up uh, writing an essay with a, com a combination of what I had read up to that point and what I understood from my conversation with one of my uh, nearest, nearest and dearest friends in college. And I trusted him, and he knew how difficult it was for me to get the reading done, uh, not because I wasn't trying, but because of how, the, how I read, the, the speed at which I read. And so it helped. Um, I remember to this day, it was Monday at 5.06 p.m. 5.06, so six minutes late, I was putting the paper underneath the door of my professor. And I remember thinking, is this going to be the rest of my college days? This is going to be ruthless on me. This is going to be like, this is going to destroy like me. It's just going to be the end of me. And that's genuinely how I felt. But what ended up happening is that as time went on, uh, I was able to pick up speed on not only the pace of reading, but also pick up speed on understanding some of these things that we've been talking about, the value of social capital. I've kind of given you a little bit there in terms of I was able to connect with a near and dear friend who I trusted to really give me a better understanding of where he understood uh, the book was going and, and what it was trying to convey in terms of the different sections and the different stories in the politics of Aristotle. And that's how I was able to get by. I understood that there was a certain synthesis that needed to take place, a certain understanding with conversation by fellow or with fellow classmates, but also with um, the, the reading I was able to accomplish. 
As time went on, I picked up speed on the reading. As time went on, I picked up speed on the conversation with my friends. And even though my first, I would say, year and a half in college were ruthless, I mean ruthless in terms of the level of challenge being presented to me, smack in my face, like I was able to get better at it, get better at it, get better at it. To the point where I was able to manage it better. And so part of the understanding of this bit of information um, is what gave way to a better understanding as to how to take advantage of different resources when it came to the question of time. I also understood that the more time I spent on different projects, the more time I spent on different things that were near and dear, I would be able to figure out a way to perfect or to get as close to perfect as possible. Obviously, nothing's perfect in this world, but that's what I was able to understand. And so I, I start trying to apply, and that's where some of the, some of the, small bits of obsession in me started to develop in terms of the fact that I would start obsessing over the amount of time I would spend on a paper, obsessing over the amount of time I would spend on a project that was really trying to, to, to accomplish. But as I played with this concept of time, there was it was a double-edged sword, right? Because you spend more time on a project you're trying to achieve and you're just kind of letting go of other aspects of your life that you may not want to be letting go of. And so that to me was perhaps a second lesson. Not only could I spend more time and utilize the resources around me, but I now needed to figure out ways of balancing that and making it perhaps a little smoother in terms of how I was going to get things done, how I was going to able to accomplish things. And, and the way in which you attain that balance, the way in, in which you attain that smooth transition between project and another aspect or another uh, part of life that you want to balance out is that you want to make sure that you are able to get that priority list in order. So that's why that first piece of, 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 of advice I gave at the beginning is so key to the questions of time management. If you don't have that list in order, if you don't have a calendar in order to be able to start knocking some of these things out, time is going to get the best of you, either in a it could be in a good way, it could be in a bad way, but something's going to end up suffering. Something's going to end up being that piece that you really couldn't make happen. And so um, you want to start trying to stay away from that and avoid that a bit. And so for me, the questions of time, it's almost like being in a time capsule. It's almost like being in just uh, it's almost like being a, a time traveler and what i mean by that is you can use time to your advantage you can spend time on projects that will actually allow you to zoom forward in life to gain the kind of traction you're looking to gain 
or you can end up almost like going back in time in that the more time you spend the more stuck in that area of life you're going to be and you have to be a really good judge about how to manage this about how to move throughout these difficulties because if you don't it it really can hamper you and so that's the big topic i wanted to bring to the table as usual um i want to encourage you to send us your thoughts send us your comments make sure that if you're seeing this video you give us that thumbs up you subscribe to the channel what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a community of individuals that want to build that next big thing that want to do that next big thing in your life um, that's the kind of community we're looking to build that's why I am sharing these stories with you because the hope is that we can get to a spot where you share your stories, I'll share mine, we'll figure out different ways in which we can collaborate with one another and make sure that we can keep moving forward. And not only ourselves, but the communities that we're a part of um, because that's, this, is how, this is how we advance forward. And so I hope you can continue to be a part of this, continue to enjoy the different podcasts, whether you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, whether you're watching on YouTube, help us spread the word. Some big things are coming and uh, this is exactly what we're doing every day. Monday through Friday, we go through something that's on my mind um, as I'm going through my own entrepreneurial journey as I'm going through my own questions or lessons that I'm stumbling upon along the way. And to be honest, time is one of them. I One of the hardest things it, to do a daily podcast in both English and Spanish is that that's a significant chunk of time of, of one's workday. And so juggling that along with the travel, along with the projects that we're trying to actually develop in pandemic times, Oh, it's extraordinary. The, the work is extraordinary. The challenges are there. It's not something that you can easily navigate, but whether it's 3 a.m. in the morning that I'm recording this and going through the different process, or whether it's like 8 p.m. that we're doing a live stream and taking that live stream and turning it into a worthwhile podcast and a worthwhile series of videos for, for the community, it's kept me going because quite quite honestly, one of the things that the pandemic has taught me has been questions about time. It used to be that people used to complain for so long. Like I would always get the, oh man, I don't have time right now. Oh, I wish I had the time. I wish I was able to like spend more time. Well, if it's one thing the pandemic has done is that it has given us a huge amount of time on our hands. We're at home for the most part. Um, we're traveling a lot less than we used to. Um, we're working from home. Um, and we're only venturing out and risking certain things when it's absolutely necessary. So what that creates is a huge amount of, 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 of time on our hands at home. And we've been trying to figure out what to do, whether it's streaming movies, whether it's binge watching like Netflix series, Whatever it has been that you've been using to kill that time, the time has also been there to be able for us to create 
new things and I've been trying to figure out new ways of of uh, interacting with everybody uh, that's why I started experimenting with going on live streams and figuring out you know if if we were gonna uh, you know be able to to create something off of this and I would say one of the things that we need to talk about in terms of time is that now that we have time during pandemic times how are you investing in you may be working late into the night for your current employer, something you would never do, but you're now doing because you're working from home. So time is getting, the line, the rules and the timing, the routines, all those lines are getting blurred. And not only are they getting blurred, um, in certain respects, certain people are taking advantage of those opportunities you're now giving more and so my challenge is if you're currently in one of those positions if you're in a position where maybe you're on your own entrepreneurial journey and you're trying to figure out well what do I do with all this time I I'm having problems making payroll I'm having problems doing how I did things before is figuring out ways in which you can invest that time productively in a way that can make new projects develop and come to fruition, in a way that can develop connections with individuals perhaps you've always wanted to connect with, but you really never had the time. We now have time. We now have that time we used to complain for so long we never had. So that time that you do have, how are you investing it? One of the things about time is you can invest it on some worthwhile projects and as long as you manage it properly as we've been discussing up to this point in the podcast it can bring certain power to the endeavor to your life to what you're trying to achieve but it could also be invested in such a way where it does the complete opposite where you're not building where all you're doing is wasting time. That's the whole concept behind counting the days. If I know for a fact I've got 28,000 days in the average lifespan of a human being, which is 76 years of age, if I've got 28,000 and I've already spent 15,056 days, and I approximately have 13,000 if I'm given license, then the big question becomes, how am I going to invest the time that I have now in a way that's productive, in a way that can give me the kind of story I want to tell, in a way that can give me the kind of project I want to be a part of, in a way that can give me that feeling of looking back and saying, yeah, I invested my time wisely. There is huge power in time. Time can work to your benefit or it can work against you. It's just like an investment, right? I mean, if you invest $10 into a savings account that gives you a certain amount of return over time, well, you're going to end up making some money. If you invest in a stock you invest on a business it works the same way 
Well, if you invest in yourself, it should work the same way. However, sometimes it doesn't. And you have to watch the different pitfalls. You have to watch out for overspending time. You have to try to achieve a balance. And if you can do that, if you can get to that place, then then you've got more than half the battle won. So in terms of tips and what we can do to get there, what we can do to reach that point, um, I started off with the tip at the very beginning of the podcast, and that tip was about coming up with your list of priorities and making sure you're dedicating the right time to it. But here's tip two. If there's not enough time in one day for you to be able to achieve those things, then you borrow some time. You borrow some time for the top two, three items you missed in your consequential days. Right now. I'll give you the example right now. Today was a day of travel. Today was a day of family, adventure, a little bit of all of the above. And by the end of the day, I was figuring, oh snap, I haven't gotten the podcast done. I already have the idea of where we wanted to take the conversation. Hadn't really done it yet. So I needed to begin to borrow time. So I was borrowing time now from Monday, which officially began at 12, to try to complete the first two, three items to keep me on track for the rest of the week. And we're borrowing the time, but we're making sure that we're doing it in such a way that gets us in underneath the clock of the 6 a.m. daily publishing of our podcast. And that's what we're doing. So how do you public how do you borrow that time? What do you judiciously do? Well, just as you have your daily list of accomplishments that you want to reach, you should also be running a weekly, a monthly, a yearly to keep you on track and you gotta be able to cut out the fat at times and sometimes you have to be able to learn when you need to invest a little bit more but if you can keep track of these items in such a way you'll be all right you'll be all right i used to keep a day timer i don't know if you guys remember those things but i used to keep a day timer and the day timer is this huge book where I would write all my notes and have my calendar and everything. That's how I ran things when I was back in those college days that I was explaining to all of you guys where I was overwhelmed and I didn't know if I was gonna be able to read on time. Well, the thing that kept me kind of in time and, and, and with my time checked was my running day timer. I would write the pages I'd be needing to read day by day. And if I reached that number of pages, awesome. But if I didn't, I knew I started to, I needed to start borrowing time. Now, another way you can borrow time is by collaborating with others. That's another way of collaborating, of collaborate. That's another way of just borrowing time, collaborating with others. And the way in which you collaborate is just simple. You start reaching out to people that have similar interests, just like you do, that are trying to achieve the same things you are. And you start sharing. You start also figuring out what pieces you can work on individually and then come together to put it all together. 
And if you could come up with a study group, if you could come up with a collaborating group on a project, if you can come up with a team, guess what? You're not only borrowing time, you're actually investing of your time into others and that's going to come back to you in spades later on. So one of the biggest tips I gotta give beyond the tips of trying to structure your daily, your weekly, your monthly, your yearly goals is that you also have to figure out ways of borrowing time creatively, collaborating with others, picking up a book that will give you the intellectual capital for you to be able to reach that next level. Because guess what? If you learn how to work faster, if you learn how to work smarter rather than harder, and you pick up these, these bits and pieces of knowledge through reading a book or speaking to someone about it or getting advised in some way, shape or form, that's going to allow you to take leaps as you continue to build the project, as you continue to build the dream. And that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've had um, as I've as as I've gone through all of this journey as an entrepreneur over the course of the last I don't know eight nine years um, it's it's been this concept of understanding you can't do it all yourself yes you can obsess over a particular thing yes you can figure out a way in which to try to make something better. But there's only certain many hour, a certain many hours of, of a day. There's only certain many days in a year and you can get stuck if you don't watch where you're going, where you're headed. And so I would say that's perhaps one of the uh, biggest lessons. So there you have it. Those are like the biggest tips, the biggest pieces of information I have learned along the way. So why did I bring it up on day 15,056? Well, I would say I still haven't figured it out. I'm not at a point where I can say I know how to use time, but I've gotten to a point where I wanted to share that I understand that if I can figure out a better way of managing myself, if I can figure out a better way of handling each project we're tackling as an organization, then that allows me time to be able to collaborate and work with people I hold near and dear more. And that's exactly what I want to be doing. That's exactly where I want to be headed. And that's where I'm trying to perfect. That's where I'm trying to get better. I'm not, by any stretch of the imagination, someone that knows the path, the exact path. I know I'm on a journey and I'm trying to share it with all of you. But one of the biggest things that I think I, I learned today is that if, if I can better plan out, if I can figure out ways in which to 
move forward in a more creative, in a better situation than the one I'm currently in, then that frees up my time to be able to have more power. At the end of the day, the power in time is its potential. What you can do with it in the very many ways in which you can utilize that time to do something big, to create something that's going to take you in a different direction in life. So if all we do is come up with reasons why we can't achieve it, then uh, we're going to be handed right back that very same feeling. And, and that's what we want to avoid. That's where we want to head in a different, in a different route. And so I, I hope you're, you're, you've, you've kind of followed my own logic through it. Um, and I will say this, in terms of the power of time, it, it all is about how you use it, how you invest it, but more than anything else, how you manage it. You have to keep a macro bird's eye view on your usage of that time. Time can give you creativity. Time can give you ability to work on the perfection of a project, on the perfection of a particular skill. But time can also take away from you so much. All the opportunities that you could be investing on other things so that power of time is deceiving. And it's important for all of us to be open about it, to talk about it. Just think about how much time you've been dedicating to all those great ideas you have. Just think about how much time you've been dedicating to just thinking and overthinking things. That's the reason that we decided to start this podcast. And I can't thank you enough for being part of the journey with me being part of the journey of my 28,000 days. 28,000 days is not a lot of time. And that's one of the things that I want this podcast to be a reminder for me. And I hope a reminder for you in that there's not a lot of time. Maybe initially before we had done the math, we thought, okay, well, it's a lot, it's maybe a hundred thousand, maybe a million. I'm here for a long time. I'll be able to accomplish all the things I want to accomplish. But I hope this is a small reminder that 28,000 days is not enough. But there's immense potential in those 28,000 days. Yes, we do sleep 10,000 days, but I'll tell you, in those 10,000 days, that you're sleeping, that's also time you can borrow from because sometimes you can skip that sleep and work a little bit more on that project. So that's like a little bank of saved hours of time that you can utilize when you feel you don't have enough time to get that project done, to get that big idea off the ground, to get that big dream you always wanted to at least have a crack at it, to at least just have one shot at it well there there it is there is a bank of time that's available for you every night 
because you're sleeping 10,000 days on average in a lifespan of 28,000. So borrow from that time. Don't borrow it all because it's a double-edged sword, okay? Like, make sure you get your rest. But I hope that this conversation for day 15,056 was one that can remind you of the power of time, the importance of managing it, using it to your advantage, and utilizing it to make big things happen, to impact the community that you're from, to impact your own life. So that's my contribution on day 15,056. Make sure you hit the subscribe, make sure you hit the like. All of these things matter to us. If you're listening to us on the podcast, make sure you go into the podcast ratings and put, you know, a good rating because this helps us build the community. The community that we're looking forward to build. Oh, and there's a couple things I wanna let you guys know. We're gonna be making some really neat moves in the next few days. We hope you join us on Clubhouse. Many of our conversations, many of these very podcasts are recorded live on Clubhouse, live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Twitch. And the reason we're doing that is because we want you to come and join us at whatever community you're a part of so that we can start building big projects and that we can start helping each other achieve those big dreams. So until next time, think big.